Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Beth Handler, gone grunt. Beth, your book is The Next Great Step. You're the CEO and founder of Next Great Step, and you're found on the web at nextgreatstep.com. Beth, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. And what is Next Great Step? We provide guidance to college students and recent grads to help them land the job that they deserve. And how do you do that? I mean, that sounds like a noble mission. Uh, you, you have my interest as a parent of, you know, two college uh, student age kids and one who's nearing the end of high school. So you're, you're, I think you're talking my language. Yeah, absolutely. So what we've figured out is that there's this disconnect in the market between what employers are expecting when they hire and what young adults think that they're capable of. And as much as I also am a parent of a college student and, and recent grad, and as much as we think that universities will always solve for this issue, sometimes our kids come out of school and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to progress. And we as parents sometimes haven't looked for a job in 20 something years, and we're not sure if our advice is valid. We're also the parents so sometimes our kids don't wanna take our advice. And what we do here is we really, I think are trying to solve a problem of really bridging that gap from college to the real world, where we help educate young adults and their families on not only how do I figure out what to do with my life, but once I've figured out the path I want to take, how do I get that position where I'm the one chosen over someone else? Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking about, you know, who's listening to our conversation right now. So obviously there's parents um, and then there's employers and what should employers be, you know, when they look at the work that you're doing in the world, what should they be taking note of? Sure. I think from an employer standpoint, the more that we can give young adult experience, I mean, I talk to employers all the time and they say, well, I'd love to bring in someone who's out of college, but I don't want to babysit and I don't have the time to explain to them or, you know, I have real issues that need to be solved right now. And what I would say is I, I completely understand that as a business owner myself, but I think we need to provide more opportunities where we can either give internships or what I call a micro internship, where you can give projects, you know, a one or two week project. But the more that we can enable a young adult to see what it's really like to be in the working world and not just guessing from a textbook or a theory, the more that we will have success in bringing these people into our businesses. By the way, they're usually very eager to learn. They want to be there. And they, it's also a great way for us to maybe mold them in the way that we'd want someone to grow in, into our business. But I think the more that we can give experiences, especially an internship, because those ways of practicing of what they like, what they don't like, of just getting those skills is so valuable to helping us also to grow our bench as we want to have people evolve in our own companies. 
Is there anything that we should know? Let's say that um, maybe let's say that there's an agency that's listening and they got they have maybe about 20 employees and they and they say, well, yeah, I'd be open to, you know, to some internship opportunities. What are the general parameters on creating and, you know, maybe working successfully with interns or attracting interns or or making sure that, you know, we're giving them we, we don't want to just, you know, kind of the the stereotypical, you know, we're not doing this just so we can bring in someone who can go get us coffee, right? It's right. absurd. Um, but unfortunately, that sometimes that stereotype goes along with internships, mostly because of TV and entertainment, but not to say that that doesn't happen. But, you know, we want to create a really great win-win experience. How do, any best practices for that? Yes. So I think you bring up a good point. I I think the first thing that people have to do is you do have to put some allocation of effort. You know, these young adults come in and you just say, well, go do this. They might have never done this before. So they are going to need a little bit more support, support, mentoring, coaching. So to have either a person or people designated to say, this is someone who's going to oversee that and give them specific guidelines of, of what you want done and trying to give them as much real world experience, even if it's just shadowing and watching and observing, but real business interactions versus, you know, the getting coffee and what, whatnot, um, I think would be helpful to have some kind of program in place. The other thing I suggest is also to create a structure in terms of metrics. What are your expectations? If this is going to be a successful program, what would you like to see at the end of that six, eight, 10 week period and make that very clear to the candidate? A lot of times the students will come to me and say, I had this internship, but I'm not even sure if I'm doing the right thing. I don't know if I'm meeting their expectations. Now, one of the things that we do is we try to teach them how to manage their manager by, you know, setting those meetings and sharing their results and tracking. But I think also it's on us as business owners to be clear about what our expectations are with dates, with deadlines, and what we what it looks like to be successful at the end of a, a period of time. And then, you know, give them the feedback. Honestly, if they're not doing something well, how can they improve? Maybe they need a certification. There's a training, another class that they should take. We know not every intern is going to bit for our businesses, but I think it will really help them and our workforce as, as we move forward. Mm. As a parent, I, you know, I, I'm kind of observing my kids. And I feel like they're all doing pretty great. Um, you know, she's my middle son, for example, he's second year of mechanical engineering. I think after this year, um, this coming summer, I think is when the internships start kind of really kicking in for, for folks. So he's, so he's been involved in like robotics clubs. He's, you know, things like that on, on campus. And, and it sounds like that there's good active participation at his university between local employers participating, sponsoring. And, and so I think that internships are, are going to flow pretty easily for him. But still, as a parent, what would you, what's kind of some of the best advice that you'd recommend? Not advice, but resources, you know, as best as a dad could do. You know, I don't want to overstep my bounds or anything um, with a college student, but um, yeah, uh, or um, in, in, in that scenario, what would you, what should I be passing along to him? Sure, sure. So if you're a parent or you're, you know, have a young adult in your life that you want to give guidance to, I suggest do a couple of things. First of all, to let them know that the process for finding an internship or that job after college, it just starts earlier than they think. <laughs> so as much as they like, oh, I'm going to sit back and relax and just 
try to absorb school, which is definitely a transition, but there's things that they can do early on that helps that process to get that internship or first job. So that one of the first things is, you know, beyond the major, which is obviously they want to do well and focus on school, but what else can they get involved in? I like that you talked about like robotics clubs or what other clubs or activities can you be a part of? The other thing to advise them is get to know your professors. Professors can be an incredible conduit to job opportunities. People come to them saying, do you have any students that might be a good candidate for my company? So the more that they have this relationship with professors, I think that will be helpful as well. And then also as a parent to just share with your kid what you observe their, you think their skills are. Having clarity around their skills and what I call their core skills, the top three things that they're the most confident, um, most passionate about. Sometimes students will say, well, I just went to school. And as parents, sometimes we can make an observation and say, you know what, I saw that you really have great leadership skills and you did it in this way, or you're a great writer and help them to craft their story about the skills they have, as well as what's the example of how you've done it, because that becomes your foundation of how you talk about yourself, how you have a great interview, how you have a great networking conversation. And then that last, the last piece, encourage them to reach out. You know, we yeah. talked about before, you can get in your head and a lot of kids will get in their head of, well, I looked online and I think I like this. There's nothing better than having a conversation with a real person who's doing the job that you're thinking about to better understand what it is to be in that role and to learn more. And that person might really like what they have to say. And that could be a way of them getting into a job. Beth, I, I have an opinion on something and I'd love your perspective on this. I uh, had a, well, I've had many situations with my kids where, you know, let's say that something happened. I don't want to be the parent that rushes in and solves that problem for them. Like I want my kids to feel empowered uh, to self-advocate. Um, so for example, my son had an issue with, with a grade and it was going to mean it was Calc 2, which is uh, mm -hmm. reportedly like the hardest class at, 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 his, at his university. And, uh, you know, he ended up like with this, like a 69.8 or something like that, because it was just a lot of his friends dropped out. And, and so it was like 0.2 points away. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I said, well, but you, you have some, like some justifications of why that's the case. And, and so, you know, just really spending a lot of time, not on, coaching him what to do, but empowering him to self-advocate, I think is just one of the, again, my opinion, I think is just one of the greatest skills that we could pass along to our kids is, you know, you're in the driver's seat in your life. And if there's something that you want to create or go after, man, you know, fight for it, go get it. Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. you know, don't take, no, be professional, be polite, you know, always work with people. Yeah. But I imagine, and it sounds like some of like what you're talking about um, dovetails nicely with that kind of my, my opinion going into this overlong question. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a, a, a great point. Well, two things I, I observed. One thing that I see is 100%, we need to enable our young adults to advocate for themselves. One of the things though, but that I've seen in this, I'll say generation, and I've raised it myself, is that we, they come from the generation that everybody gets a trophy just for showing up. You know, everybody wins, or they think that because you went a certain place or did something that that's enough. And what we're finding is that when they get out, 
It's like the very first time in their entire life when they get rejected from a job or they don't hear back that they've experienced failure. And I'm a big fan of if they can experience not you know devastating failure, but they need to have parts of failure throughout their life. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we yes. Can't, oh. We can't just jump in and salvage it. Like, and that's, you know, 68.2, then you're actually going to get a D and there's consequences to that. And then you're yeah. going to learn about that and it's going to live with you and you're going to change your behavior going forward versus saying, well, my dad called and you need to give me a C, you know. And I think, um, uh, which by the way, we, you and I sound like we're joking about this, but from right. my uh, friends who are university professors, oh, <laughs> I know. professors, it's like, you would not believe at the collegiate level, how many parents I have to deal with. And it blows mm. my mind. I know. I know. It's very hard. I mean, look, we're also coming out of this pandemic. We have yes, yes, yes. Ever living at home. I mean, it's, it's, we have this very fragile demographic. I mean, there's a lot of anxiety and mental health. I mean, we, yeah. a, we can go, go on about all the challenges, but I think we need to give them an opportunity to not always win or not get what you want or not get what you thought you deserved just because, um, and you have to experience that failure. And I think that also teaches them. I agree, you have to advocate and speak up or, and if you don't, there's consequences to that very natural consequences as to what happens. And you have to learn how to, you know, overcome that. And I think that's also a big part of, of what we see and what we coach on as well. Um, but we're also seeing so many kids who are just, uh, they're so hard on themselves. You know, there's a lot mm. of self-sabotage and I, I, I wish, you know, I just, we need to do as much as we can to give them opportunities to feel confident, but not giving it to them. They have to er er earn that. Your book, The Next Great Step, it's on Amazon. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's uh, available on your website, nextgreatstep.com. But what is the transformation that takes place when someone reads this book? The transformation, and I actually wrote it for parents. People always say, well, why'd you write a book for parents? Shouldn't the kids be taking the initiative? And yes, they should <laughs> be. But you know, the whole idea is that it's called The Next Great Step, The Parent's Guide to Launching Your Grad into a Career. And it's really, it's two parts. The first part talks about the problem that's going on. Mm. What's happening in the market? Why is this harder than we thought? You know, they promised us on the campus tour that my kid would have a job and why are they not having it? And kind of those feelings from a parent's perspective, talk about what your kid is that they're struggling with. And then I talk about what employers are expecting and why they're struggling and disappointed or, and what they want to see. So I kind of outline that. But the second part is the solution. So if you as a parent or a mentor want to step through with your kids and let's just break this down into bite-sized pieces of let's start, you know, with this first piece. And then the next one of how you actually go about getting clarity on the career and the parts of what you need to be successful and landing the job that they desire. That's the goal of this book is to really give a tool book, a toolkit, a resource to families to actually help them understand how to do it today. Not looking at for a job 20 years ago, what it takes to actually be successful in looking for and landing not only the first job, the second, the third, it's those foundational skills that our kids need. But we also need to understand that as parents, because just saying, hey, well, go to apply to a hundred jobs. It's not a numbers game. It's not a numbers game. It's really having a strategy. And that's what I want to have people have that in their hands. And Beth, I want to point out too, that you provide services. So parents that are listening to us, 
employers that, that are listening to us, colleges and universities, if you have some pull there, Beth, they can, you can do some help. You can do some good. <laughs> we do. We do. We work with all of those communities. So we work with families to actually do coaching for uh, their kids and their grads. We work with companies and to help them from an aspect of supporting their employees. So you want to give a benefit to your employees to help your employees who are trying to figure out how to get their own kids off the payroll. We come in and do workshops and support them as well. And then we also have worked with universities in relation with the parents because they're trying to build that better rapport with the families because clearly that's who's funding the tuition. Um, and we, we absolutely support it from that aspect too and speak with hundreds of families, students, you know, also financial advisors who are helping with estate planning, psychologists. So I think it really touches across such a wide spectrum of people who are trying to, you know, help solve this problem of getting our young adults successfully launched. Beth Hendler-Grunt, again, founder and CEO of Next Great Step. Your book is The Next Great Step, and your website is nextgreatstep.com. Beth, thank you so much for for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week. You are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.